Hey everyone, welcome back to the Enduring Churches Podcast. I'm Alan and I'm here with Trent and we are both uh, busy packing up houses, getting ready for some uh, big moves and uh, big ministry adjustments in our lives. And uh, Trent, I don't know about you, but it almost feels like there's some, some new starts coming. It's craziness, I tell you what. I mean, if you look behind me, there's nothing on the walls because in front of me is all boxes. And so, yes, there's big new things happening. We, we mentioned that a little bit in our last week's podcast. And um, so we're, we're kind of um, moving toward that. And I, don't, I know Alan and I have talked about this, but moving is stressful. Um, it's no fun. <laughs> and it's, uh, but we're going to make it through it. And so today we recognize that we're not the only ones that have to go through this. And maybe there's somebody that's listening that has um, either looking forward to a move or being forced to move. Um, but so the question for you today is when you do that move, how do you start over? And I want you to think through this because Alan and I have talked and my wife Dana and I have been talking about how where we are, we've been here so long that everyone knows us. Um, we know everyone. And so the relationships and even driving to different places is easy. But now we're getting ready to move to places we don't know people. They certainly don't know us. And uh, we don't know how to get to places. And so how do you start over, Alan? Yeah, that's a good question. So, uh, uh, are we doing this one too early? <laughs> it's probably the yeah. question. Yeah, um, um, I'm sure we'll have some different insights uh, on the other side of, of uh, all of this because it's been a long time. Uh, you've been in—I mean, combined—we've been in our churches 27 years um, before we made these these transitions. And uh, just to kind of give people a frame of reference, I've been a pastor for 25 years, and so. Um, over half my pastoral ministry has been in one location. And so making a, a fresh start is exciting. Um, something I know that God has been involved with. Uh, but there's also the intimidation factor. And so uh, we're just trying to walk you through some of the things that we're going through as we kind of make make our transitions. And even though we are not going from a pastorate to another pastorate, um, we are each moving from a pastoral role to um, in Southern Baptist life an associational role. Um, it, these are these are still tr transitions and some things here that I think are relevant, um, no matter what your ministry transition that that you're making. So, uh, Trent, we've got several things in here today. So, what do you say? Let's uh, let's just jump in. And so, the most important thing, um, really, and probably the number one thing you want to remember when you're starting fresh is how you respond to the place you just left, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and Alan has, I think, just had his, or is about to have his last Sunday. I just had my last Sunday with my church. And um, hopefully you're able to end well, because you can't begin well if you don't end well. I don't know if that makes sense. Hopefully this will help explain it. But um, if you... If you end by burning your bridges um, in the place that you have been serving, uh, that will follow you. Um, it will it will follow you into your new place of ministry, and it shows it will show up to other people um, because you carry that anger with you. And 
And so forgiveness, um, where there needs to be forgiveness in the past, um, and do everything you can to end where you have been graciously, I think. And so don't you agree with that, Alan? Yeah, you don't want to, you, you definitely don't want to burn your bridges. And when I think about it too, it's just, you know, did you do all the things or when you announced that you were leaving, did you just throw your hands up and, and not try to help make a smooth transition for them and, and all those things? You know, I know I've got a list of, of just different accounts and things like that, that I need to transfer the name of and, and put into the hands of other people. And, you know, some pastors might be inclined to say, well, they can figure all that out. Um, you know, I'm the one that did it all in the first place. Well, maybe you did, but it's still nice to, to get things in, into the right hands and into the right people. So do what you can do to, to really, to really show that you, you have done all you can do. Yeah. Well, and think about this, that you're not only uh, affecting your future place, but you're also affecting the, the person that will come behind you and their future place. Because as Alan said, I had to do the same thing. I had to um, move website domain, you know, authorization to someone else for, from our church and, and several accounts and things like that. And so the goal is to help make the person coming in, you want them to have a positive experience, even if you've had a negative experience. You want them to be blessed. And this is a great time, again, to do forgiveness and to uh, just show them the example of godliness as you leave. Right. And, and the other thing you don't want to do is, is put barriers in your new ministry. Like you said, Trent, those things will follow us. And, you know, broken relationships tend to follow you. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, there's a, there's a reason we use that phrase, don't burn bridges. And you don't want those to follow you into your new ministry. You don't want them to haunt you. You know, and there's a difference between leaving leaving badly and burning your bridges. You know, I, I think we all want to leave well, but sometimes you don't leave as well as you wanted to. Um, but you certainly don't want to burn the bridges in that process. So, yeah, that's a, gr that's a great thing for us uh, to remember. And the other thing, Trent, you, you put in here, and I appreciate this, was... Remember what it was like the last time you had to begin a, a new ministry. I, I was trying to think about that, but that's been a long time ago. <laughs> it has been a long time ago. We can't, we've slept since then. We can't remember what it's like, um, especially if you've been like we have in a position where you've been a long time. It's really tough to remember, hey, what was it like when I had to go start meeting people for the first time, finding where the bank is, um, finding out who to talk to about internet, uh, you know, all those things that we just kind of take for granted. And all of a sudden we're having to, to do them again. And Alan, I wanted to throw something in here too, um, because we we're talking about ending uh, and beginning. One of the things I just thought of is that social media is really tempting for you to spout or spew things as you end uh, toward people. Let me let me encourage you. Don't do that. Just uh, protect protect the church you're leaving. Protect yourself and other people, and don't use social media, especially Facebook, as a place to hurt someone else. Um, and so then then you can begin well. Sorry, Alan, I had to jump back and. No, I think that, that that's important, and that's something that's changed since each of, each of us um, were new. 
um, mm -hmm. last time around is the remembering social media. Because if you're a new person, um, social media, you're going to see people um, who you've been put in charge with um, caring for the person who used to have your role. You're going to see that on Facebook, how, gee, we miss you. We hope everything's going well. And, you know, that post is going to come up on your own page and, you know, you've got to fight those feelings of jealousy that you might have there. Right. Um, you're going to, you're going to see all, all kinds of, of, of things like that. And, and so it's a different, it is a different day um, to begin again. And remember the closeness that social media has made. And I think that that is certainly, certainly a, a real and important and important um, thing for us to remember. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking, Alan, that, um, I've already made relation or begun relationships with a lot of the people that I will be working with on Facebook. Um, and so it was, you know, I'm already, I guess, working there and doing the ministry and I'm not even, don't even have my feet on the ground there yet. So it is a challenge. It's a different day, um, to do things like that. And so take advantage of those opportunities when they're given to you. Just don't, don't use them to hurt someone else, but do use them to be a blessing in your new place. Yeah, and also remember that you didn't have everything right back then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you had to, um, some of the things you went in with, you thought that maybe one thing was the issue and that wasn't the issue. You know, I always can, can tell you when I took the position at Creekside, I thought the big issue was the need to pay for, finish paying for land and, and building our first building. And while that was an issue, there was a bigger issue, and I did not know that that was a bigger issue. But our structure needed 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 some work, and our organizational structure needed to undergo undergo kind of um, uh, some 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 therapy. And um, and and so anyway, that's that's an important thing for us to remember as well. So sorry, my my phone started ringing. I thought I'd turn that off. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what was going on there, but. Anyway, we'll, we'll get through that. <laughs> yeah, hey, it happens all the time at church, right? Why not on our podcast? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, um, so one of the, the next things we want to talk about is um, that you kind of have to retrain yourself to be bold and outgoing again. Um, remember, well, if, if you've been in a place a long period of time, like Alan and I have, it's, it's kind of easy. Uh, you kind of get in your rut. People come to you. People know how to contact you. And you don't have to be as outgoing and bold as you used to be. But now things are going to change. If you're moving to a new place, we're going to have to be the guys going out um, and, and introducing ourselves. And, uh, you know, there's all kinds of things that you can are going to have to do again that you did a long time ago. Now you're going to have to start being the guy going to the coffee shop and meeting people or, uh, you know, going to extra meetings and meeting people and, and don't be the, the wallflower as you do that. You've got to be the guy who's over there. You know, Alan is so good at this. Uh, when we were at SBC, this guy, he, he can work a room like nobody's business. <laughs> and I'm, I'm kind of standing back like, I don't know these people. Man. <laughs> and Alan introduced me, and so that was so good. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I, 
I I guess that's a kind of the good and the bad, right? I, I do like to get in there. I I love meeting people. I love I love uh I just kind of love walking through a room and meeting new people because you never know who's going to be your new new best friend. So I guess I kind of have taken that that kind of approach with things. I I love you know I love greeting guests on Sunday. That's something that I enjoy. That's something that I'm going to miss in the new role is not being as much in that though. I'll have plenty of opportunities to do that, but. I do think there are times, and, and again, um, I would encourage you to, sometimes that's easy with some people, but when you're new and you go into some place, there's also that person you recognize who might be a stronger leader than you, someone who might have more influence than you, and those are the people that sometimes you're you're like leery, even if you know how to do all that stuff that you, you're like, oh, well, maybe I won't be so bold there, and I, I would encourage you still be bold um mm -hmm. trust who god has made you to be and get get in there and get to know people um just because someone is a strong leader doesn't mean that they're going to be opposed to you in fact you want to build that bridge to where they're supportive of you and believe in you and, and what you're doing so mm -hmm. I, I would encourage you to consider that as well in that bold factor is not just a you know not just with the rank and file but with with community leaders or church leaders or other people I think that's a really good thing, Alan, to get them to be on your side, on your team. Um, and so I'm going to I'm going to jump one here because I think listening to people and hearing their stories is a is a really good opportunity to to get that person that you feel like is a strong leader to get them on your side. And so the way you do that is you just, you know, ask them questions to say, hey, tell me about yourself. Tell me how long have you been here at this church? Tell me what brought you here. You know, as you listen and you hear their story, they feel like you care, which hopefully you do. And you wouldn't <laughs> be doing this ministry if you weren't. But they understand that better, and that makes them feel like, hey, this is this is a guy I want to be a friend with. And so I think that's important to listen. Yeah, listening listening is probably the number one thing that we need to do when we go into a new situation. Uh I know when I first um, uh, when I first took my first church, I didn't think one bit about getting to know the people and getting to hear their stories. I was going in with my plan, right? I was, you know, mm. I'm going to preach, and you know, we're going to do this and this and this, and and I didn't listen, and I was a lesser person and a lesser pastor for it, and I had to learn. I had to learn the hard way that listening is the most important thing we do. You know, we, we did a podcast and uh, someday we'll probably revisit the topic, but the importance of, of change and, and all those kinds of things and the reality of change um, that happens, but there's a pace of change that you have to consider. And if you do not listen to people, it really doesn't matter what pace of change you choose. Change is going to be hard for you. And people are not going to support you in change if you're not a good listener. And so listening to the stories, listening to people's hearts, getting to know people is essential in what we're doing. You know, there, there's a lot of things that you can go in and change that, that don't, don't cost you anything. Um, you know, in, in my situation, I know I'm going in, um, I'm working on a logo because our association's not even had a logo. So you know, any logo is an improvement for what we've had. And that, and that's not a big deal. I mean, most people 
you know, if it looks okay on a shirt, they'll be okay with it. <laughs> that's just that. That's just how that that stuff rolls. But there are other changes that that are much bigger. And when you go into a church, if you want to make a change, you, you better know the story. For instance, again, in my first church, we didn't have a, a yearly budget, and I could have gone in and said, "We're starting a budget right now." Mm-hmm. Well, that might not have gone so well because the farmer said it's really hard to budget when you're a farmer and all your income comes off farming. Now there's a way to do it, right? You have to learn and you, and you do all these things, but they were, there was a fear about trying to, to put something on paper that they weren't sure they couldn't meet that obligation of. And really what became the turning point was a business meeting where we voted on approving an extra expenditure each month for more toilet paper. Mm. And that became the catalyst because I don't think anyone liked putting toilet paper in the business uh, minutes. <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately that became the catalyst for beginning a discussion um, on, on budgeting. So taking time, learning the story, why, why was there hesitation? Okay. So we, we have concerns about farming income, but it's also concerning that we're actually wasting time in a business meeting, talking about something dumb. How can we fix that? And that's how we got to a budget. Take time to listen. I think that's so good. And you kind of put this together. And and by the way, quick commercial. Um, if you've enjoyed listening to go back and listen to some of our older stuff. Um, we're still the same guys. Um, hopefully we've gotten better with age, kind of like some kind of fine wine or something. I don't know, or cheese. More like cheese. Anyway. Um, so <laughs> so but go back and listen to some of our previous ones. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, what Alan said is true is listening that helps you to learn and you do need to learn. If you're moving to a new church, you'll take some time as you learn and you listen to people just be comfortable sitting at a table and just not being the guy who's showing out and, and leading the conversation. You be the guy who's just listening and enjoying people. You'll, you'll be less, have less stress in your life. But you'll also get where the church is and why they're at where they're at, you know. And so uh, I think that's a great, great opportunity. Yeah, and that kind of goes along with another thing, Trent. Learn the story of why your church is where it's at right now. Um, mm-hmm. Learn learn the story. Um, and, and whether that's a church or, in our case, an association or a convention, learn why you're, you're at the place that you are right now that is so important and so essential for for us to do that we need to know what what led up to where where they are you know someone's someone's going to learn well alan was there it was at creekside for 14 years um but why 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 is their organization this way well because Mm -hmm. a a lot of that was a reflection of who alan is some of his strengths and, and weaknesses but someone else is going to bring in a, a different set of strengths and weaknesses but to know that well you know he was great at relating with people he was great at painting vision he was great at all those things but he wasn't so strong on that organizational side of everything well just for someone to know that you know is, is helpful you know and it does that's not running me down i freely admit where my strengths and weaknesses are but to, to learn that story, to learn um, why some of the people who had moved on had moved on or why some of the people came who, who are there 
um, what what's some of the history, how long we met in a school, how did we get to the buildings that we have, all those kinds of things. Learning the stories really gives you a context and a frame of reference to understand um, what is going on. I think that's really, really important, especially as you're going to a new place. Uh, it will make your ministry um, stronger and you'll have more uh, understanding and you'll be able to preach more effectively if you have taken that time to learn those things. Just like Alan was sharing the story of his first church and the, the farmers that were part of his church, knowing that, helping that helped him to understand them. Um, his church, Creekside, and how they started in a school. That helps, you know, that next person to have a better understanding of why they are where they are. Um, our church, we are celebrating 86 years, you know, and so this last Sunday or Sunday before last, I was taking them through that, you know, the history of who, who all has made our church who it is. And, uh, but not to get hung up on the past, but did, that kind of is a springboard. When you know what the past is, it helps you to go further in the future. Well, that's a great way to say that, Trent. That's good. Everyone write that one down right there. That was <laughs> that was worth listening to today right there uh, of itself. And I appreciate you saying that. Well, you know, Trent, you, you put in here, look for the big opportunity, a person of peace. And um, what, tell everyone what you mean by that. They might not be familiar with that term, a person of peace. Well, I've done that in mission trips and, and you know, and helping churches start in different places. Uh, but I think it's true when you're going into a new place. Um, look for those people that will be big helpers to get to move you forward. And those are what Alan said earlier. Sometimes they're those leaders in the church. And so you, you connect with those people. Um, and so be looking around, who are the people in your, as you go to a new church, who are the people that everybody, when they talk, everybody kind of listens and pays attention. You get to know that person. Um, who's the, who's the person that is the, one of the trustees? Uh, who is the person that, that makes sure things happen? And sometimes it's not a big name, and sometimes it's it's somebody like we have Miss Jessie in our church. Um, she is a little lady who is our nursery coordinator, and she she is the hardest working person in our church. And so, getting to know that person is a big opportunity because yeah. it helps us to know them. Yeah, I might add too. Find that person who likes to pray, 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 mm -hmm. and, and just. Keep them loaded with prayer requests because you know they're going to pray for them, and and those people those people will help carry you and be strength when you don't have strength and support you and encourage you. You know, people who are truly prayer warriors, um, they they're never going to be a problem for you. <laughs> yeah, and they are always going to be a, a huge blessing. So. Find those prayer warriors, too, and, and know that they will do that. And, you know, again, think of it, you know, on the, on the church level. Think of it, too, on the community level, who in the community mm -hmm. um, has influence. Is that someone at the at a school? Is that someone in the Chamber of Commerce, a local business person? You know, who are those people? Get to know, get to know some, some of those people um, as, as well. Uh, you know, in, in, in our situation, we really need to look for not just pastors, but also lay leaders who are influential in, in our areas uh, to, to, you know, 
who can help get things done, who can do things for pastors, who can see see things from a business perspective and not just a pastoral perspective. All those things, all those things are are a big deal. Well, Trent, I think there's one more thing we sh- we should mention, and that's establish some good habits early. Hmm. I think that's a great thing. Alan added this to our note. It's so good that we are able, you know, this is a great time. If you're starting a new place, you may have developed some bad habits in the past, but now's the time to say, okay, I'm going to do this better. I'm going to visit such and such, or I'm going to set aside some, some times I'm going to set up some, some boundaries maybe that I didn't have set up before in my previous ministry. This is a good time to do that. Establish those and work them. Don't just say, I'm going to do this, but work them. Write them down and begin building the habits of doing those things. Yeah, it's kind of like you get kind of a blank slate to start certain things over. And, you know, you and, and different seasons of life take take different habits and, and things like that. We've kind of got, Rochelle and I have kind of gotten the habit of waking up and going for a walk together and, that's a nice habit. I, I, I enjoy that habit. Um, mm. And so in the summertime, we get to do that, but we don't get to do that so much in the wintertime. <laughs> yeah. it, kind of a kind of a different animal there. But but it's important to just build some some habits and build those good habits that you want to have early on. Because one of the things that happens when you're new, you feel like you've got so much to take on that, that you don't build a, a series of habits and so you definitely want to do that build those good strong 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 habits and they will help help carry you and and help you get settled in but also help give you a good start in what you're doing yeah and i think one of the big keys to doing that well is that you have to evaluate your past experience and and you've got to think through what was your role in how things went? Um, because we tend to blame other people when things are bad. But a lot of times we have some ownership we need to take and, and thinking, okay, if I would have done this better, things would have gone well. Um, and so now you can't change those in the past, um, but you can say, okay, from here on out, I'm going to do this better. Um, so evaluate your past experience, take ownership of it, and then begin um, some new habits to make things different. Yeah, I love that, Trent. One of my favorite quotes um, from John Maxwell is, you know, experience is not the best teacher. Mm-hmm. Evaluated experience is the best teacher. And that's what you're talking about here is we want to evaluate our experiences and then we're able to move forward in a positive light once we've made a good and careful evaluation of what has worked and, and what hasn't worked. And, and then we are able to move forward. So anyway, there's a lot to think about when you're starting over, and I'm convinced we have missed something, and it's probably going to stare each of us right in the eyes. So if we missed it, help us out before we get get into our new situations and call us out on that one. So leave leave a comment for us. We'd love to hear your comments on on starting over. Sorry for a couple of interruptions. There's a there's a lot going on in each of our lives right now, so we're just trying to stay on top of all those things because it's time to start over. Yeah. And we are so grateful that you take time um, to to listen to us. You may have had a recent new start, or there could be a new start in your future. Um, in any case, we want to make sure that you have a good ending because we're here to help you endure, and that's what we care about. So, Trent, how, let let everyone know how they can get in touch with us. 
All right. I'd be glad to. Um, we'd love to get an email from you. Um, it's Alan, A-L-A-N, at EnduringChurches.Consulting, or Trent, T-R-E-N-T, at EnduringChurches.Consulting is our email. You can always go to EnduringChurches.com, um, connect with us there, or on Facebook. And I want to um, give you a final challenge. If you're a pastor that's not moving, maybe you've been in a place for a little while, take a look around. Surely there's somebody in your area that's just starting. And you be the guy that comes alongside them and you introduce them to somebody that will help them to be more productive as they move forward and starting over. We appreciate so much the fact that you take time to listen to us. And we want to be that guy that comes alongside you and helps you to start over too. God bless you and have a great day.